Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. This episode is brought to you by Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hears from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm J.B. Smoove, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a giggillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit att.com slash hypergig with details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome to Brain Stuff from How Stuff Works. Hey, Brain Stuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. People are living longer now than ever before, but with this triumph comes a truly unfortunate foe, Alzheimer's disease. Symptoms of the progressive brain disorder, which is the most common cause of dementia for older adults, typically start to show up around the age of 65, just when many people retire and plan to start enjoying their golden years. The disease is incurable and is listed as the sixth leading cause of death for older people in the United States, but the National Institutes of Health says more recent estimates indicate it should rank third behind only cancer and heart disease because many cases are not reported correctly. Worse, Alzheimer's is the only disease in the top 10 causes of death in the United States for which there is neither a cure nor a means of prevention nor a treatment to slow down the disease. We spoke via email with David Lusk, founder of an issue advocacy consulting company called Key Advocacy. Lusk's mother, at age 65, began exhibiting symptoms like short-term memory loss, struggling with basic paperwork, and making decisions with difficulty. But she was not diagnosed until age 70 in 2008. 
Lusk said, By early 2012, my mother no longer believed I was her son. It was crushing to have my own mother think she wasn't my mother, and she even stopped saying I love you. That is the most painful thing to ever endure, never hearing your own mother saying she loves you ever again. Lusk's mother died in 2013 after following a pattern of cognitive and emotional decline that has become sadly familiar for people dealing with Alzheimer's. Lusk wonders if he will get the disease himself someday, as it tends to run in families. He said, That back-of-your-mind concern, I try to ignore it, but there's also a part of me that wonders if I'm not already walking down the dark, fatal path so many millions have and will. As the numbers of people with Alzheimer's skyrockets, it's troublesome that a cure or effective treatment hasn't been found after so many years of research. It's not for lack of effort. In fact, more than 100 drugs have been studied in clinical trials since 2002 to the tune of billions of dollars in funding, but none of these have proved effective enough for patient use. So what gives? Why is it so hard to find a treatment for Alzheimer's? We also spoke with Rebecca Edelmayer, PhD, Director of Scientific Engagement for the Alzheimer's Association. She said, Some of the difficulty has been in being able to identify really what the initiation of the disease is in people. We've learned that some of the changes are occurring maybe 10 to 20 years before they're experiencing the cognitive difficulty. That's the crux. We need to understand what's happening in the brain before you're experiencing symptoms. We're really trying to understand the biology underpinnings of the disease. This is where researchers are most focused at the moment. Part of the problem is figuring out which people to study 10 years before they're showing any signs of dementia. Edelmayer said, We're trying to ID people we believe to be at risk. Maybe the candidates have a primary relative that had full-blown Alzheimer's. Maybe they have risk factors, poor cardiovascular health, or difficulties with their sleep. All of these things put you at risk for being someone to develop Alzheimer's. Of course, not everyone with poor heart health gets Alzheimer's. Edelmayer notes that one of the ways to try to find people at risk is through biomarkers, which are measurable substances that show up in a living thing when a particular event is occurring. Checking people who aren't yet symptomatic over a period of years and comparing them against people with Alzheimer's in varying stages can shine light on which biomarkers to look out for. Some potential biomarkers which could eventually help to pinpoint those at risk of Alzheimer's include blood and urine tests, genetic profiles, brain imaging, and proteins in cerebral spinal fluid. Identifying some of these biomarkers might even lead to the development of preventative measures. New evidence from one of the largest clinical trials of its kind revealed in July of 2018 that people who aggressively lower their systolic blood pressure to below 120 may reduce risk of cognitive impairment. Edelmayer said, We can modify some of our risk factors by very significantly controlling cardiovascular health. What's good for your heart is going to be good for your brain. Other modifiable risk factors could be related to diet, exercise, drugs that harm the brain, and even sleep quality, but those require more study before definitive recommendations can be made. In the meantime, continuing efforts are underway to find a treatment. Edelmayer says that it's crucial to figure out how to, quote, remove those built-up proteins in the brain that we believe are inhibiting neuronal communication in the brain. An additional area of study focuses on better managing the behavioral systems of Alzheimer's that can be so disruptive in day-to-day life, like sleep problems, agitation, or even bouts of aggression. Better management of these symptoms would mean a better quality of life for patients and their families. To improve detection, the Alzheimer's Association is planning to release 20 recommendations to help doctors make timely diagnoses and establish best practice protocols for how Alzheimer's should be handled. These guidelines are expected to be published in late 2018. 
For Lusk's part, he says that if a treatment or cure for this disease was discovered, he'd feel amazingly relieved to not have to dread a diagnosis of Alzheimer's. He said, to no longer have to worry about that and have that concern, that would be a huge weight lifted off my shoulders. Today's episode was written by Alia Hoyt and produced by Tyler Klang. If you enjoy our show and want to support us directly, visit our online shop at tpublic.com slash brainstuff. And of course, for more on this and lots of other hopeful topics, visit our home planet, howstuffworks.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across, uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work.